Hey everyone, welcome back to the Live Inspired Show. I'm your host, Chad Cannon, where we look for inspiration on every turn. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Liz McDonough, and I'm going to read her bio here real quick so you get to know her. Liz McDonough is no stranger to talking, uh, taking on challenges and making hard things look easy. Liz is a mom of two teenage boys, a sister, daughter, entrepreneur, coach, mentor, former engineer and sales executive, competitive athlete, and outdoor adventurer. She worked in the corporate world for 24 years before deciding that it was time to create a life more aligned with the things she loves. Over the years, she has fueled her passion for health and wellness and uh, personal development, becoming a certified personal trainer, health coach, and most recently a Todd Durkin impact life coach. She's originally from upstate New York and now resides in Rhode Island. She loves living a healthy lifestyle, mountain biking, and skiing with her boys, and any outdoor adventure. Her happy place is the mountains and lakes. She loves spending time with her family and being part of the biking community, especially with her boys' races. She's ready to take on this new life coaching challenge adventure and can't wait to see where it leads. Well, I appreciate you coming on board. Liz, how are you doing today? I am great. Thanks, Chad. That was a, a beautiful introduction, well-read, and I think it gives a good a good intro to who I am. Good. Well, I have a question right off the bat. So it sure. says you're no stranger to taking on challenges and making hard things look easy. I know we've talked before, and I, I know you said about 14 years ago, you went through some challenges and you went through some hard times. Um, and I'd love to dive back into that and and that way you kind of explain where you where you're coming from and and how you got to where you are now. Absolutely. Um, and I'm gonna even go back further than the 14 years because I think the challenges and hard times, I think we build resiliency over time. And I can look back to even prior to that, right? Being in high school, being a gymnast, a softball player, and just always, always striving to be the best and to do more and to just keep achieving and keep striving. You know, after that, you go to college and then after college, it became, it became marathons. It became right. triathlons. It became bike racing, trying to be a pro bike racer and just like all of these achievements. But all of that, I can look back now and say, that taught me how to do hard things, right? Let me, and it was never doing just the easy thing, right? I couldn't just do a 5K. It had to be the marathon. Uh, couldn't yeah. do a triathlon. It had to be the Ironman, you know? And, and I did all the levels up to that, but but I can look back now and think, God, put that there to show me that I can do hard things. Because when we go back to 14 years ago, yeah, I was happily married. I had a three-year-old son. I had just changed jobs and I was kind of like, this is great. I had, we had gone through in vitro. I was pregnant with twins. We were going to my brother's wedding that summer. I mean, it was just, it was like, everything's lining up, right? It's the perfect life. Right. And a couple of months after that, I was in, I was hiking up in my parents' house up in um, Lake George area in the Adirondacks in New York. And 
had wicked stomach pa- stomach pains and found out that I had lost one of the twins mm. I was pregnant with. And I didn't really even have time to process that. I just, I don't know, we came back and I was like, okay, well, we still have one. This is good. And then not even a month after that, I was up at my first work meeting for this new job. And here I am like away from home and I'm pregnant and, and I get a call. And the short of the story was that I found out that my husband was cheating on me. Mm. And I was just, I don't know. I think you just go into shock. You just go into this, like, how in the world did I not know it was coming? And how am I going to do this? Yeah. And that's all, everything hit at once, basically. Oh yeah, of course. Right. Like what, what other way would it hit? (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. Um, And so I just, yeah, I mean, I, like anybody would do, you take one day at a time and you just, you just say, I'm going to figure this out because what other choice do I have? Right. I am not the type of person who's going to sit back and sulk and, you know, be like, whoa, me. And so I honestly, I mean, I buried myself in probably in my work and I just would put on my happy face every day. And then at the end of the day, after my son went to bed, I would call up my friends. I had one friend in particular and my parents that, oh my God, without them, I would not be here. And and I would just kind of voice it all out, get it all at night and then hit replay the next day and just day after day after day. And I mean, eventually, obviously we got, we got divorced. Um, Couldn't possibly make that happen. And then when I had my son, Jacob, that was, I mean, so I was pregnant at the time. So that was, this was all like in November, December, and I had him in April. And I remember my dad, my mom stayed for about a month and my dad came home and he said, I don't know how you're going to do this. (laughs) And he didn't mean it in, you know, a bad way, but it was. And I said, there's no other way. Like, I am going to do it. I am going to move forward. So I look at that as like the first big step of jumping into the unknown. And that one was not one that I certainly chose by any means. Right. That's so hard. Um, and, And you started a brand new job at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I do think in hindsight, the job actually helped me because it was a much tighter knit group. It was, you know, the type of people who were going to be there for you. Um, And it was, it's good. Thank God for that. And the other piece of this that, which is why I'm so passionate about wanting to help other people now Mm -hmm. who are going through whatever, it doesn't have to be divorce. It could be anything is that without my exercise and the things that I did for my health and my mindset, who knows where I would be, right? I mean, I managed to figure out a way to, I'd be up at 4.30 in the morning. I'd have the baby carrier next to the treadmill. I'd be lifting yeah. weights. I'd have my TRX. I mean, I did it all in my house and whatever was possible. I had the jog stroller. I had my kids on my bike. As soon as they could sit up, they're like, you shouldn't put them in there yet. And I'm like, we're going outside. I need to be outside. That is <laughs> but awesome. that, and that's what fueled me and kept me going you know, over the years. That's awesome. But, you, but, it, but it was, I mean, it was hard, but I think, I think what was almost harder looking back now is that I felt a lot of shame around really? 
being divorced, right? Because I mean, now like 50% of the population is divorced, but I feel like 14 years ago, it wasn't as many where it wasn't talked about as much. And I always, I even, I had looked at people that were divorced and I was like, oh, they're divorced. Like they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't like whatever. And I, and so here I was in that situation and I, I didn't want to tell people I was divorced or what happened or, you know, cause there's always two sides to the story, right? you know? So I lived with that for a while. And you said you, you talked to one specific person and your parents a lot. How, how did, I mean, I was going to ask you, who did, did you talk to somebody about all this stuff during that time, a coach or whatever? What, what, is there anything like specific that, they helped you work through or I mean how I don't even know, you what know my, friend, <laughs> my friend Tara she actually she's funny she her and my mom were the two that were in the delivery room when I had Jacob and oh. she has many kids of her own and she just would always tell me she'd say put it in God's hands mm -hmm. and at the time you know I went to church but I wasn't as spiritual as I am now now I know what that means, but at the time I didn't. And I, I would just, that, but her voice would always resonate in my head. Right. Put it in God's hands, put it in God. And now I know that was kind of let it go, mm -hmm. which is hard to do, right? How do you let that go? when that is the only thing that's circling through your mind all day, every day. What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? How am I? And I think, but just being able to talk it through, to have somebody to listen even if we didn't come up with any solutions, it was somebody to listen, to hear me out and maybe guide me one step further to get me yeah. to the next day. You didn't keep it in. That would have been uh, No, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I kept some of it in cause I couldn't talk to them for hours and hours. Right. But, yeah. um, but it was nice to have, yes, them and my parents. Cause I didn't have, I didn't have any family here. My family was four hours away in New York mm. and my husband's family was all here. And I didn't have that many friends. And then I was like, how do I even have time to do that? Right now I have two kids. I'm working full time, trying to maintain the household, all the things that go along with that, try to maintain my health and work. It's just, it was a lot. Yeah. I think I was just on autopilot. Honestly, it was like survival mode. Yeah. Okay. And you use a lot of the, the health and fitness aspect to help you get through it. Um, love the outdoor adventures. Tell us more about all that. Yeah. I mean, that honestly is, I think that's who makes, that's who I am at my core. Yeah. Like I grew up in upstate New York. And when I was a kid, we would always say, why are we living here? <laughs> like, I mean, we had 80 people in our high school, you know, but we were surrounded by the outdoors. We lived in the mountains, you know, not right on the lake, but we were right there. And that that was literally the seed that my parents planted. And I just, I am so fueled. I get goosebumps talking about it. Just that yeah. is what fuels my soul. And so that to me was what I wanted to instill in my boys. Mm -hmm. So that is what we did. You know, I would work all week, but I had boundaries, right? I never was that person that was going to work 70 hours then. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to take care of my kids. And then every weekend or even after, you know, school, if we could, we would be doing something outside, but especially on weekends, we would always be up North. We would be finding hikes locally. I mean, anything to do with being outside. 
right we were there and that has honestly sparked into such a beautiful relationship with my boys like we both we mountain bike and ski together and just like they now have that same love and that feeling right it's like I call it chasing experiences not things right I mean we have not done Christmas gifts for so many years Christmas is we buy ski passes and we go to Utah wow that's awesome going next week that is that's (laughs) awesome the year and you told me before um that your kids didn't do a lot of sports yeah like in the beginning when they were young right we did you know when they were really young we did soccer and lacrosse and baseball we did all the things but once we got to a certain point actually right as they transitioned kind of into middle school high school I said do you guys want to do skiing like do if you want to ski like we're going to dedicate our time to skiing and it was hilarious we would go up and in the mountains we'd be on the chairlift and parents next to us would say oh well we have to be back tomorrow. So we can only ski today because we have a tournament or we have that. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. You know, we made that choice. And I think that's something too that I want to help others to do. It's we get so caught up in what society tells us we need to be doing, right? And we enroll our kids in 7,000 different things. And while it's good for them to experience these things, it's too much. Right. It's, it's too much. Brene Brown has the book called The Gifts of Imperfection. And that's one of the things she addresses. And she says, as a parent, it's up to us to put a stop on that. And to me, it was so important to go skiing. And that was like, that's our time together. So that's what we chose. And I'm sure there's lots of people that look at it in envy, you know, wow, they're outside skiing. And here we are at this soccer tournament for the next two days inside. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) I can help you. Yeah, I I would love that. I mean, I, I definitely want my my kids to fulfill whatever their sports dreams are. But at the same time, I wish uh, more family time, mm. not just family watching them. Wow. Uh, well, and you know as well as I do, right? Your kids are similar in age. Like it's mm-hmm. it goes by faster every year. And I look at my son; my oldest is a senior, and my youngest is a freshman in high school, and man and that's a hard that is another really hard thing especially as a single mom yeah. I mean I've done so much with them they are my life and this past year and a half for me leaving that was the other unknown leaving my corporate job I decided to leave I just knew it was time and so I gave up my career identity mm-hmm. and then at the same time I found myself giving up some of my parent identity right as a mom and it's very challenging. <laughs> no, all... So tell me about that. I was gonna. I was just gonna ask you about that. You you left your your corporate job. Um, did you then become a personal trainer, or were you already a personal trainer? <laughs> so I've been dabbling in all of these certifications the entire time I was working in corporate, and I tried multiple times to get a business started while I was doing it, and every single time. I'm not going to say it failed. I chose to not pursue it because it was too much, right? It was another thing on top of all the things that I was already doing. Right. And so I couldn't put my full heart into it. And so I think my kids got to the age where they are, this is the good thing. They are a lot more independent than they were before. And I didn't have to be here all the time, right? right. I could leave for hours. I could leave for a day. I could leave for an overnight and they'd be fine. Right. So I, 
I literally, when it, when it came time in the last job I was in, I mean, it was a great company. The people were good. I mean, I actually liked what I was doing, but I just, my soul wasn't fulfilled. And so for four weeks, I was like, okay, today's the day. <laughs> and I would go in and somebody wouldn't be there. And then the next day, same. So finally the fifth, I think it was a Thursday I went in and we were supposed to have my review. And so my boss and the owner and everybody was in there. And I said, I said, can we just have a conversation? And I think they knew immediately. And I just said, I, I just know, like, I know that I have to do this. And now is the time. And there wasn't any amount of money that they could pay me to stay. I just knew that. And I had had several people close to me that had passed away, like young, I mean, I had somebody who was like 55 and then we had somebody on our mountain bike team had passed away tragically. And so just a lot of little things like that, that I started to think life is short. Right. Like, when are you going to do this list? You're going to work for another 20 years in an industry that you know, and it's comfortable. Like you can always go back to that. You could always go back. I could call up 10 people tomorrow and probably have a job. But I said, I got to take this chance, right? It's funny. I listened to a podcast this morning that talked about regret mm. that we look back and we in some ways regret the decision that we made, but there's often more regret in it. Had we not even chosen it. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's where I was. That's where I am. Right. And it's taken a while to kind of figure out like, what does this path ahead look like? And we know as entrepreneurs, like it's always changing, it's always evolving. And that's a really hard thing, it right? Is. Going from a corporate job where everything was completely laid out, I get up in the morning, I knew exactly what I needed to do for the day. Mm -hmm. And now it's a lot different. And I'm a very hard worker, I'm very focused. I mean, I can do what I need to do to get it done, but it's been challenging. But I mean, you said, your soul wasn't fulfilled. Is it getting to that point now? It is right. Like the things, I mean, we were talking before we hit record. I was literally up till 1130, 1145 last night writing. And that is not something that I would do, right? If I had a project due that, okay, every now and then I would do the extra mile. And I mean, I always went the extra mile, but like it wasn't happily. And last, I could have kept going. You know, I could have been up till one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, probably continuing to write. And just, I was uncovering all these challenges and obstacles that I had faced and kind of tying it all together. And yes, so how nice to be able to, to do something that you know is filling your soul and to know that you can take this now and help other people. That is so cool. Okay. And then, so about six months ago, or I don't know when you made the decision, but about six months ago, you decided you were going to become a life coach. Mm -hmm. What brought that on? <laughs> well, I think there's several things. One, Todd Durkin, who we both know we're in this program. He has been an inspiration for me for over 20 years. Yes. I took my first personal trainer class from him in New Jersey. And wow. I have followed him ever since. And I have always said, at some point, there's going to be a way to work with him. <laughs> and when I saw this life coaching program come out, I have never, I don't think I've ever known or listened to my intuition as much as I did 
when this program came out. And I said, there, there is not, there's no doubt I have to do this. That's exactly and, what I said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it was, it was, it, it's been life changing in the sense of, I mean, yes, did we do it? We did it ultimately to help other people, but how much self-growth that we had right. in the six months learning and using the tools that we've learned right? Because as you learn them, you start to look at your own beliefs and your thoughts and all the things. But to me, the people even that we have met, like, I feel like I finally met my tribe. Yeah. Right. Todd brings together this energy, like this, we call it, right? The fire breathing dragons. And we all have connected on such a deep level. And I think it's going to be amazing what we all do individually, but then as a collaborative going forward. I agree. I agree. And I a hundred percent agree that it's, I, when I started, I, I thought, yeah, I'm going to help a lot of different people on a deeper level, but what, what it it's done for me is so much more than I ever thought. I didn't think I'd get anything from it myself, <laughs> except just another career, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but it's, it's something else to do. Uh, but man, I mean, it's, it's, it's inspired me just to become a better person myself and, and showed me a lot. I'm sure it's done the exact same for you. Yeah. Well, I think when we, it's like anything, right. It's easier to, I mean, you could teach anybody anything, Mm -hmm. but if you've gone through it and you've experienced it and you know you know where you were, you knew what you did to get out of it and that you actually got to the other side. Right. To be able to take that now. And that's what I was doing last night was kind of looking at all the things that these last 15 years of personal growth and personal development and hardship and challenges. Mm -hmm. What were all of those things and how did I use tools or people or how did I get out of it and get to where I am now? And now like, let's help other people do the same thing to realize that there's so much more out there, right? And it doesn't have to be like me leaving my corporate job. It doesn't have to be leaving your job. It could be just finding a new job. It could be making your relationship better than it is today. Maybe you are someone who's divorced, you're going through a divorce and you need help navigating that, right? It's like using all the experiences that I've been through to now help other people realize that they also have the potential like to reach their full potential. Mm, good word. Whatever that might be. Yes. Well, they mm. want to run a race. They want to, whatever it is, like that's another specialty, right? If you want to go, you want to do an Ironman or you want to do a triathlon and you don't even know where to start, man, that could be something I could help you get, get to that point. Right. So what's, we were, we were on a call um, yesterday and everybody, uh, all, all the coaches were on a call and, and we all talked about how we inspire each other. And, and it's like one big, like you said, one big tribe. And it's, yeah, I was just like, I was blown away at, how much love we all had for each other. And it was like, we're all going through the same thing together. (laughs) And, um, you know, meeting all these different people, including you and, and, and it's just so, so cool. Um, 
thinking that, you know, we made, we built all these relationships, taking a risk on something that we didn't think, you know, a year ago, we didn't even think, I didn't even think this was something, you know, it was on my radar that something that I mm -hmm. wanted to do. Um, but a lot of people, yeah, I think we all came in thinking we were going to gain all this knowledge, which we did. Yes. That was a piece, but the piece that's even bigger is like you said, it's the connection. It's, we all came in willing, I call it risking connection. Yes. Right. Because for <laughs> me, obviously with what I've gone through, like trust is a hard thing. Oh yeah. And for me to risk connection with complete strangers, but yet I've come out of this with a whole new group, right? 40 something new friends that yep. in six months feel like deeper friends than some people that I've known for 20 years. Yeah. That's and that's true. the piece. And seeing, like you just said, seeing all the, the different ways in which people want to take this forward. It's mm -hmm. like, we're constantly, all of us are generating these ideas and then we're inspiring each other, which ultimately is what we're going to just keep inspiring and inspiring and taking it forward and impacting so many people. Right. No. So having this life coaching certification, are you in going down a certain um, specific area or that of life coaching, or are you kind of all over or what, what's your plan? So I think right now my plan is to work with women who are in their forties and fifties who feel stuck, right? It's navigating those things we just talked about. You know, maybe they're at the same point I was at where they're in a career, making good money. They're happy for the most part, but they're just feeling unfulfilled, right? right? It's that, I think Todd talked about it, the difference between success and fulfillment. And yeah. so someone who's in that or someone who's divorced or someone who's a single mom or they're just, they want to be more, they want to be healthier. They want that next level. So I think that's a piece of it, right? That's a big piece of the life coaching that I want to do. But I also think, and you and I talked about this, potentially collaborating and putting a program out there to help younger kids, mm -hmm. right? Teenagers, college students, because this is the stuff that imagine if we knew this 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so simple, the concepts and to learn it when they're like sponges. Mm -hmm. it would be amazing. And, and athletes, I think that's another target that yeah. will come up to because mindset is so important. Very much so. Very much so. I, I love how everybody in our, our program is, has the same mindset. Um, what I mean by that is, is uh, how do I put it into words? It's, it's like another me. It's like, mm -hmm. I, you know, <laughs> I'm always looking for another Chad and I'm like, I can't find anybody, <laughs> but every one of these people have the same mindset and, and want the, the will to grow as people as I do. And I, I love that. And I totally see that in you. And I don't, I don't know how you got there after going through what you did, but it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. No, I see it in, it's that same thing. It's that growth mindset that we all have, that we want to keep being better. And I think the hope is that we attract people in who have that mindset, but want to still go to that next level, yeah. right? It's that type of person because that's who, who will want this and who will absorb this, right? That's the people who get it mm -hmm. is 
I know I want to go to the next level. I'm not sure what that level is, or I'm not sure how to get there, but I know I want it. I'm not okay with just staying where I am on this hamster wheel for the rest of my life until I hit retirement. And then I'll just retire and have a boring life. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe some people are okay with that, but I want to get to the end of my life and know that I helped as many people as possible and I can be excited and energized like this every day. Right. So let me ask you this, since you quit your corporate job, which was unfulfilling, how fulfilling is what you're doing now? It is way more fulfilling. And I will be honest, there are a lot of challenges that go along with it, right? From a financial perspective, there's a big gap, but I can also say that now I know why I had the corporate job that I've had for 24 years, because I built a little nest egg. And that is what has allowed me to do this, to take a year and a half to figure it out and to decide which way I want to go and what does that fulfillment piece look like, right? And to really feel into the energy that's in, in me that when I'm working on something, if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel right, then maybe that's not the avenue and it's okay to literally change it and then to change it again tomorrow. And I think that's a hard thing to understand as an entrepreneur, because when you've worked for so long with a structure and a process, this is not like that. Right. Oh, so having that ability is a good thing and it's a, and it's a tough thing, but yeah, being able to continuously make those changes and to keep believing that it's possible. Like those, that's the hardest thing, believing that it's possible. Yeah. So what's one piece of advice that you could give our listeners uh, on really on any part of their life? <laughs> that's wide range. I would say to know that you don't have to stay where you are. There's always a next level, no matter what that is, and that you don't have to think about it as this giant leap. It's one day at a time, because that's what I told myself to get through everything that I've gone through. It was always one day at a time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, Liz. You're welcome. Um, Thank you for having me on. Where can people reach you? I am most present on Instagram. So at Liz McDonough, seven, five, and also on LinkedIn, I can send you my LinkedIn. If you'd like to put it in the show notes or somebody can just reach out on Instagram and then that's how they can find me. Liz McDonough. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, guys live inspired and look for inspiration on every turn. We'll see you next time on the live inspired show. Thank you. Thank you.